0: Hey everyone, it's Zach here. I just wanted to let you know that this episode may not be for every listener, because we discussed the death of Chesley Christ, who tragically took her own life recently. If you're in the U.S. and you're struggling with depression or suicidal thoughts, please get help, and consider calling the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. LOL with came Gravel. Chesley Chris' cause
1: of death has officially been ruled a suicide. This according to the New York City Office of Chief Medical Examiner, who confirmed the news to people one day after an autopsy on Monday. The former Miss USA died Sunday, January 30th, at the age of 30. Chris's family is remembering her as a great light that inspired others around the world with her beauty and strength. They added in a statement on Sunday, She cared, she loved, she
0: laughed, and she shined.
1: Yeah. Heavy, 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 heartbreaking, Zach. Yeah. To listen to this. When I found out about this, everybody in the pageant community blew blew was blowing my phone up, you know, Kim, yeah. have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? And I think it's so shocking because of course they were reaching out to me because I'm in the pageant world and have been in the pageant world for decades. And as a former queen, you know. All of my Miss Georgia former queens were reaching out. All of my students, past girls I've trained. You know, her being a Miss USA 2019, it was shocking to the world because she seemingly had it all. Right?
0: Right. From the outside, she looked like she had the perfect life.
1: And th- this should be a red flag to everybody to say, you know, you never know where someone's coming from just because it looks shiny and, and amazing on the outside. You never know what someone's going on, who's going on in someone's head and home and in their environment. But it was a shocker. I, and I think it is a a big alarm sounding to all of us mm-hmm. when it's concerning mental health. Don't you, Zach?
0: Yeah, Definitely. So many people are having mental health issues.
1: And so many young people. She yeah. was so young. I mean, she her accomplishments, she was a journalist, an entrepreneur, an attorney, a social activist. The accomplishments at such a young age with so many ahead of her, you know, I guess, including her family, I just send yeah. absolute condolences and prayers and, um, you know, all good things to this family because I know it has got to be heartbreaking. But I don't think that this happened in vain. I think this is a wake-up call.
0: Yeah. What do you mean by that?
1: A lot of people listening, and including myself, myself Zach, I have had moments of, you know, hopelessness. Yeah. And And I think it's an epidemic. I mean, even more so than the pandemic yeah I think now people are they feel hopeless, their hope has been deferred mm-hmm. and and there's this famous scripture I love it's it's in the Bible and it says, Hope deferred makes the heart grow sick oh. and that is so true. A person without hope and i'm i'm I can only imagine what you know chesley was feeling at that moment, but was she hopeless? Did she feel like there was nothing in the future and did it make her heart heavy and grow sick? But, but I'm wondering like if everybody listening, you know, um, my very best friend, Amy, her father committed suicide and, Mm -hmm. and she said, looking back, she could see the signs or see that desperation or hopelessness. Mm -hmm. Um, But in it, she did not recognize that. But, I mean, there is even a lot of us that feel hopelessness that that don't take it to the final destination of right. suicide. But maybe, you know, we are giving up something in our lives. Maybe we are giving up, you know, chasing our dreams or giving up our families or get, you know, it's a laying down of something because you feel like there is no hope. I'm here to tell you that there is hope. There's always hope. Yep, in always hope. What it seems like is that everything is working against you seeing that there is hope. But there is. And I'm not a clinical psychologist. I, I I can't tell you the psychology behind it. I can only tell you what I've experienced personally. Every time I get to a place where a tinge of depression, and, and I don't throw that word around lightly because I think there's levels of that, but sure. um, of anxiety I think is at an all-time high. I don't know the statistics on any of that, but I can see it around me. <laughs>
0: I did a little bit of research knowing that we were going to talk about this today. Oh. So I have a CNBC article here that says 51% of young Americans say they feel down, depressed, or hopeless. How many? 51%. This is from May 2021.
1: Jeez. Read that again, Zach.
0: 51% of young Americans say they feel down, depressed, or hopeless.
1: Yeah. It's the hopeless part we got to lean into here Mm -hmm. because, and I want to, I really want to talk from my heart here on this podcast and please know that again, I am no expert on this except for what I have lived in my short 50 years, but being down and feeling disappointed and feeling demotivated and feeling a tinge of, you know, depression, I think is something everybody experiences. It's that word hopeless that is um, something you've got to recognize within yourself and put a definite, definitive answer to that. Because don't ignore that, that's what I'm trying to say. And and that hope, you know, by definition means a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Um, Many times, I just know in my personal success and failures, the expectation of something happening within my life has been the best part. Yeah. Uh, like, I, like a lot of things I've been expecting for Zach, and I've gotten it. Mm-hmm. When I get it, I'm like, oh, it was the expectation of it coming. Yeah. It's almost like um, I say this a lot of times, the the lead up in the passionate love affair or. <laughs> you know, that dating experience is so much better than the actual, you know, sexual experience. Right. It's that. It's the the thrill of the chase. It is. And and, and the journey and experiencing these amazing, you know, God given experiences that we get, but hope is that feeling of expectation that something is coming. A certain thing is going to happen. It's also a feeling of trust that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's unseen, you can't see it. it, it it's, it's hope is faith to be able to know there's something coming that's going to happen. It's that expectation. I think that's where maybe Chesley didn't have. She didn't have that hope of something coming that's better. And there's always something coming that's better. Always.. King.
0: Kim, I have a question for you. You are Miss Georgia. You know the pageant world. You know the kind of pressure that um, yeah. these young people are under. So Chesley won Miss USA. Mm-hmm. And I can understand how that might feel like it's all downhill from here, right? I mean, yeah, can, you, yeah. can you speak yeah. to that a little bit? Like, What kind of pressure do you feel when you win such a big thing as a pageant that big?
1: Well, and keep in mind, you know, pageants are like the Super Bowl for, for women. Yeah. You know, it's that, you know, the big game in the Super Bowl where you're having that ultimate, da, 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 you know, that moment, you know, for women. And you work so hard with a single minded focus of preparation to be that representative of every young little girl in this country and, you know, quite frankly, in the universe, that's where she went and competed ultimately. Yep. And I think once you step down from that, it's a high, like no other. Yeah. So you get to that pinnacle on that level at a young age, and then you step down and you're like, well, what, what's next, Right. right? What else do I have to be hopeful and working towards? So it's important for young people. I'm not going to just say young women, but young people and old people too. Okay, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to. You know, if you're not dead six feet over, you're not done. So he's still got yep. something for you. But I think it's it's important to remember that our purpose and our passions do not die or end. After an event, Um, I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt quote that says, small minds discuss people, average minds discuss events, and great minds discuss ideas. Mm. I'm going to put a spin on it and say, great minds always have hope for what's next. Mm. So sometimes when you, after an event, you know, you can't, your whole life can't be, re- uh, be, be revolved around just people. Your whole life can't be revolved around just an event. It has to be this greater purpose. So the Miss USA or the Miss America or the whatever is your thing is the vehicle and the platform to get you to another level, to your purpose. But you you can't hang on to things yeah. that are past. So what I, when you say, Kim, what are you trying to say? That... Always be looking ahead. Okay. And appreciating the present. Yeah. Just always know there's something bigger and better. I, I use my mom as an example all the time because she's 74 and she is, um, you know, my model, my, one of my brand models for Bell by Kim Gravel and Belle yeah. Beauty. Mm-hmm. And she's on TV, you know, living her best life. She was a model when she was younger and in pageants and all that. But she would say to me, Well, I'm old and I'm done. And then, bam, look at this. It's a renewal. So what I'm saying to you, you're only done if you say you're done. Right. There's always something out there for you.
0: Well, it's like to put so much of who you are and so much effort into one goal and then to achieve that goal. Yeah. I can imagine feeling like, OK, now what? It's a letdown. Yeah.
1: Well, and also she was involved in so many things. And, and, and I don't know the specifics around. Chesley. All I know is she was an extraordinary young woman. And and you know what? And still is. Mm -hmm. Like we're talking about Chesley in a way of appreciation and celebration because her life was well lived and we don't know the circumstances, why it ended, but we do know that when she was here, she was doing good. I mean she was very aware of her mental health i mean she often wrote about it and spoke about it that was one of her social you know activism platforms was that so we know she was well aware of it and very you know open about it and authentic about it which makes me even love her more but you know life is life can be magical it can be a brick but you've got to shift your perspective because y'all we have so much hope i know it doesn't seem like it And I don't know where you are in your life and what you're going through. But know that you got Zach and I here as you're listening, knowing that I love you. Mm -hmm. And I know God has something amazing for your life. Mm -hmm. I know it. I don't even know who's sitting on the other side of this, listening to this. But you've got to know. I know it from personal experience, y'all. I'm not just pulling. Right, Zach? I'm not just pulling pie out of the sky here. I'm not just blowing sunshine up your crack. I'm not. (laughs) I'm telling you, you have something amazing ahead of you, but you have to be hopeful about it. Get your expectation
0: back. Yep. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, it's all about those expectations. I think that, that you saying that to me, something clicked, right? The silliest thing could go like, if I expect to be able to have two hours to myself on Saturday... And I don't get that because, you know, my kid throws up or whatever. Real talk there. Real talk there. It hurts. And it's like, well, right. what am I? What, why? Because I had right. that expectation. Expectation.
1: But this is what I want to say. You have the expectation whether it's good or bad.
0: Oh, ooh. So what are the bad expectations? Yeah.
1: People don't just float through life. Feeling nothing. The problem is our perspective. The problem is what we're focusing on and what we're focusing on and what we're expecting. So, you know, I struggle with this with my oldest Bo, and he is from a personality standpoint. If you were taking one of those personality tests, he'd be considered a five or a melancholy. You know, he's one of those, the glass is half empty, he's a critical thinker. He's an analytical person. He can read the room. He can. He has intuitive analytical skills off the charts. I mean, total yep. one thousand percent, way ahead of his time in that. Totally gifted.
0: Yeah. Do you know
1: what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he doesn't. He's having a hard time managing it because it's coming across negative. And I tell him, I said it's because what you're focusing on, what your expectation is. And I, honestly, Zach. When Bo comes home and says, I said how was so-and-so? And And he'll say, so-and-so is, I don't know. I'm like, oh, God, no, please, God. Because he's never wrong. Uh Like, he always can nail people in an instant. Like, he can always read people. And I'm just like, Lord, please. You know, because it's hard to drag him back from that and have him focus on what is really great about this person or what is really the experience he's going to have with this person. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is it's what you're focusing on in that expectation. I hope I'm not being confusing here when I'm saying this, but because I don't want to be trite. I don't want to negate, you know, the crappy things that happen in our lives because they're real.
0: And your feelings are real too. Like you're you yeah. feeling whatever you're feeling right now is real. No one's yeah. saying it's not, and it matters, right? What I think that's the other thing that it, yes. it can be hard is so many people who pretend to know don't allow for you to just own those feelings and just your feelings are real, right?
1: And people want to be validated and their feelings want to be validated. But if I'm just speaking to people individually on how to renew their hope in their lives, in the world, in their careers, in their children, in their own personal pursuits, I would say start expecting
0: good. mm Say that again, Kim.
1: Everybody out there listening, start looking at your circumstances differently. That's the first thing I would say, and I'm preaching to the choir here. I've had to do this just last week. I've had to say, I mean, I have these emotional feelings, but I have to click into this mental choice to say, this is not that bad. This is here to teach me something. I'm going to expect something good is coming from this. You know, there's also a scripture that says God works all things together for the good good, for those who love him. But he works all things together. By all, that means financial ruin, death, jail, drug addiction, depression, anxiety, Mm. birth of a baby, a, a brand new love. Your kid gets an A on the science test when he he thought he was going to fail it. I mean, fill in the blank. He works all things together for the good. There's your hope. There's your expectation that even though it might be in the gutter right now, whatever you're going through in your life, expect better. Expect more. Because it's there. You just got to, you just got to, you got to put it's that into coming. practice. It's coming, right? It's coming. it's coming. Hope is a verb, and nothing stays still. No, well, uh, <laughs> please. After what we've been through with this, oh, yeah. you know, pandemic, mm-hmm. and you—if you, you ever—if you had told me, because I, I re- okay, this is okay, perfect, perfect example. Yep. I was going to QVC three days a week, so I would fly out and spend. Two or three nights away from my children, away from my husband. Now, granted, I would love to do that at least once every two months. Now,
0: <laughs> full disclosure, <laughs> yeah, that I need a nice. little space where I'm sitting, Kim. That sounds pretty nice, right? Okay, Zach. I mean, right. I
1: had my own apartment; it was fantastic. So again, and I perspective shift.
0: Let's have that. Let's just own that. Oh perspective yeah, shift. I, I
1: was yep. watching all of my favorite shows. And it was a great mm-hmm. little Mexican restaurant right there, I just walk to and hey y'all, and just walk up and down. It was so fantastic. Um, but I was, I was having a lot of anxiety and a lot of, you know, how's this going to work out? How's, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I would call Amy on the, on the way to the airport to fly there or fly home and just cry and say, Mm -hmm. I can't keep this up, but I know the business is massive and I've been working my whole life for this opportunity and yet I can't keep this up.
0: Well, let's pause for a second because you were letting yourself, what, what were, can you put. Can you define the feelings that you were feeling? Because I don't want to, I could say something, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to speak for your feelings.
1: Yeah. Hopeless. I thought I'm going to have to give up one of them. Either I let, you know, my family down. You
0: have to choose.
1: Right. I felt like I don't see any hope in this situation. How can I grow this business? Okay. So here I am. I was hopeless. And I know, you know, for whatever reason, I was feeling mom guilt and everything else.
0: Yeah.
1: And then. I mean, Amy and I would have this... She would say, Kim, I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, she, yeah. we would have these open conversations right. about this.
0: Well, because it's not... You knew that it was unsustainable it, It's for unsustainable. You. Yeah. You want to live your life in a certain way, and you want to be there for your family, you know, obviously Gotta first. Gotta be. And... Yeah. Yeah. Look, before I had kids, I was on the road 250 days a year making TV. Right. And as soon as I had kids, I was That's like, not sustainable. I can't do that. Right. I can't right. do that. I don't want to be that dad.
1: Well, and and then... but. But it's all of that. But then how does it work out? And so I had to really trust it. You know, I I didn't give it up. And then the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, oh, I get a break. This is what's, oh, I get a break of not traveling. This is nice. I thought, wow, you know, maybe. And we kept growing and growing. And long story short, It doesn't look like we're ever going to be traveling back to QVC. I have studios in my home, you know, in opportunities here to film and be able to grow the business. But what if I had let that hopelessness cause me to quit one or the other during that process? What if I had not trusted and had hopeful expectation that it was going to work out? Yeah. What a shame, right? Yeah. What a shame that would have been if I had to quit QVC. So that's what I'm saying. It's going to work out. It's all working together for the good, for your good. Mm -hmm. It's hard to see. And the hardest part is waiting. But waiting with expectation and hope, I believe, is the key.
0: How do you find those opportunities? Like within the hope, you know, you're hoping for these things. How do you shift that waiting and that feeling hopeless and you're able to do, if you're able to do that mindset and shift and get to a place where you feel like there's hope and you see the light at the end of the tunnel, how do you then take advantage of the opportunity when it comes? Or how do you see it when it comes? Is it is it obvious?
1: Well, the beautiful thing about age, Zach, is that you realize nothing matters Really, we are here. We procreate. We <laughs> leave, We hopefully find out what we're supposed to do in this life, do a little bit of it, and then we die. So I know that sounds kind of morbid and, and crazy, but it's true. You know, this too shall pass. I mean, there's so many things that I used to get so worked up about, fired me yep. up, yep. offended, mad depressing how is this ever going to change and i thought it, it just hit me one day i was like this none of this matters mm. and i also do this I'm, i say to myself if it's not going to matter in 5 years don't don't stress it
0: wow <laughs> really don't that's such a good i've never thought of that if,
1: if it doesn't matter in 5 years i mean there's things i was worried about and, and probably took 5 years off of my life and i thought i don't even i don't even know what it is i can't even tell you what it is right now And that comes with age. But you said something, what is for you will come to you. It will if you work and wait. Mm. That's the key. Wait for it. Right. And wait well for it. Don't wait in panic, depression, anxiety. Wait in passion and purpose and excitement. And that's easier said than done. But,
0: but um, it's an active waiting. Like so you're saying wait it's and a, waiting to me makes it sound mm-hmm. like okay, well I'm on the couch and I'm watching Netflix mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, my my thing will come to me. Right. That's not what you're saying, right? You're saying that like it's still you're working toward this. What well,
1: And can I say this to and this sounds easy, but you know, easier said than done, but you know, leave a little room for magic in your life, for the serendipity, for the unexpected. Have a plan, work the plan, but be flexible. You know, a lot of people have no hope because they have nothing uh, to look forward to. I mean, that is the definition of hope. But you've got to, you've got to plan, and, and you plan your life out. But don't get too attached to it. Like life is magical. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell you. I mean, last night I was um, supposed to do this segment on this news outlet in. They sent a crew to my house. They set up downstairs. It took them an hour and a half, and I had put on my push-up bra and I had, you know, you know, fixed my hair and got my lip gloss and did my contouring, put my skinny uh, girdle on the whole nine yards, you know, yep. to get ready for this. And um, I sat down. I was mic'd. I had my inner ear, my IBF, and I'm sitting there, and it was canceled thirty seconds before it was to go live. Yep. And I, you know, I thought, crap, I could have gone to bed early. I mean, I started going through the little whiny, complainy stuff. And an hour and a half later, the, the cameraman and I were still in my basement talking about this very thing. Wow. And he said, you know what, Kim? I don't believe me coming here was to do that on-air interview. I said, oh, no. Leave room for serendipity.
0: Wow. That's the amazing thing about you, Kim. You will talk to the cameraman until, so an hour and a half later. So it's 1130 at night. 1130. Now. We're in our basement. In and you're just he was telling
1: me about, you know, this miraculous thing that just happened to him. He was in a car. It was just a really, and he cried and I cried. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, and we're totally opposite. Couldn't be further in, you know, he, from the, from the, you know. Spectrum. He was a younger guy. I'm older, you know, just everything about it. And I just thought to myself, you know what? I learned something from him. It it was magical. It was really magical. And we, we think experiences events and all the it's those, it's the moments it really is. It's not, it's not an event. It's not a, it's not a actually the actual person. It was that magical thing that happened between two people that gave me hope because he was a younger man. I thought, you know, there is hope for these young people. I see it. I see the passion. I see it all.
0: Well. I think back
1: to how we started this podcast about Chesley, and I think to myself, I wonder what she thought mm. was in her future or wasn't. wonder what she was hoping for. Mm. In, or was she hopeless? You know, we'll never know. But to everybody listening, y'all, and again, I am no expert. I know nothing. I say this all the time. I'm the wisest person I know. And I've said that to several like huge audiences and I hear a gasp like, oh my gosh, she's so cocky. <laughs> and I, I follow that up by saying I'm the wisest person I know because I know I don't know anything. Yeah. And, and you don't have to know it all or quite frankly, anything. Cause none of us really do. And you don't have to have the your life planned out. And you don't have to have the perfect marriage or the perfect job, the perfect body, or even a really good body. You ain't got to have either one. You don't have to be the smartest in the room. You don't have to be, you know, the prettiest, the most talented. But what people are looking for now is hope. Yeah. If you can be a hopeful individual to encourage people on social media or the people you meet... Could be the camera guy in your basement on a random, you know, Wednesday night. Uh That is what makes the magic in your life. Because it renews your sense of we're all the same, just in different ways. Mm. But can I just tell you, people are like, yeah, 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 community. (laughs) I mean, I get it. That's what people do. I mean, you know, you hear it at nauseam because what's in it for me? What's in it for you is... That you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and you have big things in your life, whether you believe it or not. Check what you're expecting, and get some hope back in it because he's not done with you yet.
0: And you matter, right? Everyone you matter, matters.
1: Zach. Matters. I'm telling you this. This is this is what's wrong with with a lot of people is they don't see any future. Mm. But you know what? I challenge you, you know, have some faith and have some hope. Because if you if you wait and wait well and do a little bit of work along the way, you'll see. You'll have your moment. It will work out. I promise you, it will work out. Don't fight it. Lean into it. It will work out. And I, I say this all the time, too. This is another saying I got from my grandma. She was, if you don't like what you're getting, change what you're giving. Ooh. You know, yeah. if you don't like what you what's your, what's going on now, change what you put your focus on. Yeah. If you don't like what you've got in your life, check out what you're given in your life. I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it sounds simple. I know it's hard, but it works. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't know much of nothing. I ain't no psychologist. I can't tell you all the ins and outs, I can't tell you all the statistics behind all that mess. Right. I just know for me, it works and it has worked over and over and over again
0: right you kim are one of the most open and vulnerable people i've ever met
1: but i'm terrible zach i have been yelling it. i am so premenopausal. my hormones are so <laughs> out of whack that my friends called me and said girl you need to get on these watermelon peach cbd rings they're little <laughs> gummy bear <laughs> no true story my my best my, my sister and her best friend and she Jody she works with us you you I've had Jody on and they yeah. sat me down at uh-huh. Bell Manor last week and I was just I was on fire oh, okay <laughs> I mean flames were coming up my nose my ears hairs were singed I mean everything I this girl is a, that was <laughs> me and and Allison my sister just so calmly this is a true and I'm not laughing about it y'all because this is it but if anybody can relate to me please email me. I'm premenopausal. My hormones, one day I could kill you. The next day I love you. And so I'm <laughs> sitting there, and my sister goes, hey, she said, I just want to have a little bit of an intervention with your chem. And I said, about what? You know, because I'm ill <laughs> yeah, as a hornet. Yeah. And she says, we believe that you need to get on some CBD gummies to level out your hormones. <laughs> <laughs> true story. <laughs> it is a true oh story. Gosh. Okay, so And I thought. What are they? Let me know. know I (laughs) can't intrigue me. But I'm just telling you, no matter what you're going through, we all go through. I'm terrible. I'm an awful person at heart. But it's not but for the grace of God (laughs) that I'm a decent kind person. So quit trying to be perfect. You're not. I'm not. We're all not. But what we can be is hopeful. Yeah. I do believe that. I believe there's hope in everybody.
0: Can we just take a step back? Did you try the CBD gummies? Are they good? No, but
1: I'm I'm praying about it. I really am. Okay. They're, expensive. They're expensive. I went CBD online to see because you know, you have to of course Allison and Jody would know the exact kind to get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no judgment. I'm just saying. They're expensive. I'm thinking about it. It's worth a try. You know, I probably need to get a little bit more sleep and quit eating sugar. I think well, that <laughs> I'm gonna try that. That would help.
0: Because they say
1: the sugar is the devil. Yeah. And it makes you angry and depressed. That's a whole nother podcast. We actually need to have that podcast. We need to do that podcast. We yeah, talk about how that. food affects your mood. You oh, know?
0: Yeah.
1: But I've cut out I've tried to cut out a little bit of sugar, like my half of my sugar intake. And I do feel more energetic and happy. So more to come on that. But okay. um no, I haven't tried it yet. But I'm not listen, I'm not counting anything out. Mean Kim is never a good Kim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but all the moms sitting there listening to it can relate. Yeah. Well, no one's perfect. You and just, I think that's that is so worth just saying and saying again and having these conversations and checking in yeah. with ourselves and the people we love. Yes. Good. Yeah, it's important.
1: I want to take this this as we close this podcast out. I wanna mm. I wanna take the a moment to speak to the family of Chelsea Christ and just say, what an amazing woman. Let's celebrate her life. Mm. Um, what she taught us, what she's she's shown us in her life and in her death that, you know, what an amazing young woman, beautiful, smart, intelligent. We can't forget that because she, she made such a difference in this world and she's making a difference still, you know, to out, uh, reaching out to her family and just to tell you guys, we love you. We're praying for you, but, um, all things work together for the good of those who love them and, uh, she will be missed, but yet, at least on LOL with Kim Gravel we're going to celebrate yeah. our uh, Miss USA night 2019. She'll always be our Miss USA. And so Chesley Christ, we love you. Thank you for all of your amazing accomplishments that you've given to us and um we'll never forget you, my love. You will always be wearing a crown in our heart. We love you so much and everybody that's listening to this, take time to um you know, say say be be grateful for something and also Just say in your mind to yourself, one or two things that you're hopeful for in your future because you've got a bright future. Mm. And always remember to believe in your own beauty and know that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, Until next time, this is Kim and Zach saying, always live out loud, love out loud, laugh out loud. And I'm just going to throw it. We're going to hope out loud. Yeah. All right. We love you. God bless. LOL, Kim Kim Ravel. If you love the show, make sure to follow LOL with Kim Gravel in your favorite podcast app. New episodes come out every Thursday. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Head to lolkim.com for more information and to join our mailing list.
0: Thanks for listening. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio Simon. And I'm Casey McDonnell Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at mother up podcast.